Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. I'm your co-host, Lady J. And your other co-host, Chianti. (laughs) Hello, Chianti. Nice to meet you. Pleasure to meet you, Lady J. Thank you. Um, Why don't we tell the good folks listening what we're drinking tonight? (laughs) A very nice dry wine. A Chianti. In honor of episode 305 titled, dot, 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 and a nice Chianti. (laughs) Um, The Amazon Prime spoilie for this episode is Matt stops to help a pregnant girl having car trouble, and she thanks him by hijacking his car. There's an exclamation point there. I'm just trying to inflect, okay? Okay. (laughs) By hijacking his His car! car. (laughs) That's like a cross between Oprah and The Price is Right. You get a car, you get a car, you get your car hijacked, you get your car hijacked. (laughs) So my initial thought was like, another pregnant girl, really? I know. How many of those can we meet? And then she steals the car and I'm like, oh shit. Yep. Did not see that coming because I did not read the spoilie before I watched the episode. Mm. I'm getting better at this. It's awesome. I'm learning. I'm learning. I like it. I did not see it coming. I was like genuinely shocked by Mm -hmm. that. That was like, whoa. (laughs) That was like, whoa. But Matt's not the only one with a set of wheels in this episode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Mary got her permit. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And that's like legit how everyone reacts. (laughs) No one's excited. No. Nope. The only one excited is Mary. (laughs) Yeah. I like when Matt, um, she goes, I'm, what did she say? Like, (laughs) I'm a driver now. And he goes, chauffeur. (laughs) That's right. Get it right, Mary. So I wanted to ask you, what's your uh, getting your license story? Did you get your license at 16? Like, how'd that go down for you? Um, no, I, (laughs) I, I think I went about it the lazy way in the sense of, well, I know I'm not going to get a car and I'm not going to drive myself around for, you know, I don't, I just, I don't know why I just didn't care. Yeah. Right when I left high school that summer, I got my permit and then took my test. Look at us being exactly the same. Really? (laughs) Yep. Yeah. No, I remember getting my car um like what was it september of when i just started um and freak speaking my language yeah. T or kianti yeah. kianti oh i that like this it works look at speaking my language kianti <laughs> <laughs> all we're missing is like that winking sound that happens in movies you know um yeah, I, the first time I ever drove myself, mm-hmm. licensed and all, yeah, was to college. Like, mm-hmm. like my first week of college. Yeah, that was the first time I ever like got behind the wheel and like put my license to use. Yeah, yeah, or like whatever. I think I got my permit before school was over, mm-hmm. and then during the summer, whatever. Yeah, got my license. Yeah, I think there's a thing where. You can get your permit at, like, 15 or something, right? And then you have, like, six months to Mm -hmm. then transfer that into a license. Yeah. Like, the whatever required hours of driving Mm -hmm. you have to do or whatever. So, I remember I took my permit test, got my permit, and then I let it lapse. Like, I didn't worry about it again until, you know until I had to and like over that summer after mm-hmm. high school was when like I got my license and I was old enough at that point where I didn't have to prove my hours or whatever yeah so I just kind of like fake like I didn't fake the test obviously like I had yeah. to practice but like I just did it and mm-hmm. then I took my test and I remember I passed my test like pretty fine actually but the only comment that the DMV person had was like just like focus on your braking, <laughs> like like you don't brake early enough, kind of thing. Oh, okay. And it's so funny because to this day I know that about myself. Like I'm I'm like a late breaker. Like I I rely too heavily on my brakes. You know mm. what I mean. But I also don't drive that fast, so I think yeah. it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I'm survived. <laughs> yes, I've survived. Um. So yeah. So Mary got her uh, driver's permit. 
which means that she's the official chauffeur of the Camden kids yep. to and from school, just like Matt was. Um, and But, like, no one wants to ride with her. No. No one. <laughs> they would rather take the bus than ride with Mary. Um, so they do. <laughs> yeah. Except Ruthie, of course. Well, yeah, Ruthie can't take the bus. But she wears helmets, a, ski, uh, uh, a hockey mask. What else does she wear? Oh, at some point, I think she mentions that she wants, um, like, the catchers. Or, like, like you know how, like, like um, in baseball, yeah. like, the guy that has to, like, stand yeah. behind the batter or whatever? Like, that thing? <laughs> is that a catcher? What's the name? Ump? No. no. The, the ump is the guy who makes the calls. Whatever. You know what I mean. <laughs> we know our sports. Sports. Clearly. I know sports. I, mm. A little bit. My favorite is when Ruthie's explaining. Is she? Yeah, when she's like explaining hockey, right? Yeah. To Annie and Matt, and they're just like, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Like, done. (laughs) They're funny, dude. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) Good stuff. Good Good stuff. Good Ruthie stuff. Um, Okay, so where to begin with this episode? I mean, I feel like. Not much happens, but then, like, also a lot has happened. Yeah. I don't... I I genuinely just don't know the right starting point, to be honest with you. I guess, okay, let's start with Lucy, because Lucy gets on the bus Mm -hmm. to go to school, um, and right away, this guy named Stevie comes up to her, Mm -hmm. which, did you recognize Stevie? No, I didn't. So he looked immediately familiar to me. I was like, I know I know this actor from whatever. Like, I know I recognize him. But in the moment, I was so, like, busy watching the episode that I didn't want to, like, pause it to, like, look him up or whatever. So I looked him up today. And I was going through his IMDb. And I'm like, none of this stuff is actually jumping out to me. With the exception of the fact that he was on... He had, like, a small recurring role on Even Stevens. Okay. Which I think is where the trigger was. Like, because he was, like, this guy on Even Stevens that I'm pretty sure the main girl on that show had a thing for. Oh, okay. Or maybe he was an asshole, but I don't think so. I think, I think she had a thing for him. And then he played... Rocky in the third Three Ninjas movie. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. No way! Oh. Totally. I love those movies. Me yes. too. I mean, I think I think my favorite will always be the first one. Like, mm-hmm. that one holds a special place in my heart. Like, I need to find it again because I want to yeah. rewatch it. I used to watch that all the time. I had such a thing for the original Rocky. Yes. I was all about Rocky. <laughs> I was like, mm. <laughs> But no, he, he plays him in the... He plays Rocky in the third installment. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, there's that. Interesting. But anyway. So... I'm going to play the clip of when Stevie Stevenson <laughs> approaches Lucy on the bus. Mm-hmm. Hey, babe. How's it going? You're new to the yellow submarine, right? Uh, yes, I'm Lucy, and you are... Stevie. Stevie Stevenson. You might have heard of me. I get around. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, maybe you get around, but I've never heard of you. Then maybe you and I should spend a little time together. You interested? No. That's what they all say. At first. I have a boyfriend. So? I have a girlfriend. But we don't let them get in the way. We're all too young to be making any major commitments. Don't you agree? We've got to play the field. Would that be your girlfriend right there staring at us? Yeah, that's her. Sheila. But when I say girlfriend, I mean we're part-time. That's my policy. Look, I really don't want to get in the middle of your relationship. Too late, babe. I think Stevie's in love. Ew. Hey, babe. Too late, babe. Like, what is this voice he's doing? I don't know. It's so bad. Hey, babe. Uh, This is your first time on the Yellow Submarine, (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing here, folks? (laughs) Good job, Lucy. You attract all the weird ones. Oh my god, seriously. This is yet now the fourth weirdo she has attracted to herself. Like, 
Seriously, she's wait, putting out this vibe. Wait a minute, who's her boyfriend? Is this the one that she's supposed? Yeah, that she's still it's, supposed to go out on a date. We, yeah, we have yet to re-see since the first time. Where is Jordan? I'll be giving him a hard time. <laughs> yeah, right. Is and Jordan is Mary's age, right? We're yeah. to believe. So he's like a senior. No, wait, is Mary a senior? No, she's I don't. Got to be a junior. Yeah, right? yeah, she has. Yeah, to yeah, be yeah. Because she's two years younger than Matt. Yeah. So okay, yeah. Which makes Mary, I mean, which makes Lucy a sophomore. Sophomore. Because when she comes onto the bus, she's like, ugh, freshman. Which yeah. Means she's obviously not one anymore. So she and Mary are only a year apart? Yeah. I thought they were two years apart. Well, mm, well, I know. Well, when we see her, she's 12. For the first time, we see her, Lucy is 12 and Mary mm-hmm. is 14. But maybe it's not necessarily But then Lucy turns 13 yes. in that first season. Yeah. So that's okay. Maybe it's like a year right. and a half or something or whatever. Or, yeah. Or less. less. Like, like, well, it can't be less. No, I don't Like, know. what, they eight months apart? It's not that's physically weird. possible. <laughs> oh, whatever. Who cares? But anyway, okay, fine. So Lucy's a sophomore. Mary's a junior. Yep. All right. So, yeah, Stevie Stevenson is a weirdo. He is. He is. <laughs> and don't get me started on freaking Sheila. Oh, my God. What a weird... Like, they're all so weird. Yeah. Like, everyone is so weird in this episode. <laughs> like... I... She was ready to, like, tear her face apart. And I love how, like... I, I, I Because of the way that that scene was shot, you can't tell, like just how close they are. Like, yeah. I got the sense that Sheila was, like, literally in the row in front of yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and Stevie is, like, openly hitting, hitting on Lucy. And she's, and Sheila is, like, openly turned around, mad-dogging Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'ma fucking kill you. <laughs> like, but why Lucy? That boy is just dumb. Why are because, you dating him? Because girls are stupid and are dumb. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, typical. That's my man. Typical, like... I don't want to say that. I don't want to put that on the show or girls, but you know that's a flaw for sure. Yeah, like, that's like that's like a major feminism flaw for the show. So... Like, like if if nothing else, the girls, if even if Sheila was gonna be like, I'm gonna fucking kill you to Lucy, right? Like, it should have ended where like they bond over how ridiculously stupid Stevie is. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Not like Terminator style where she's walking towards a moving vehicle oh my God, as Lucy so jumps in. creepy. Yeah, like she, she is walking towards Lucy as she jumps in the yeah, car. I was just waiting with her for her dad to like in there. open the door yeah, like, and be like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Yank her out of the like station way? All right, cool. Oh my God, it is a station wagon, yeah, isn't it? It is, it <laughs> is. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, the whole thing was just insane. Stupid. And and it, and it leads to nowhere, because, like, we're never going to see Steve again. Or okay. Sheila, I would Or hope. Sheila again. And it's just it was just a stupid storyline to give Lucy something to do. Like, yeah. But, although, I mean, we're sort of glossy. We haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. But the real reason Lucy doesn't want to ride with Mary is not because of Mary's horrible driving, but because Annie is like, as she puts it, well, I have the clip. I almost just want to play yeah. it. Let's just play it. Okay, I want to hear this. It's bad enough that mom and dad are all over each other in the house day in and day out. But this is like taking it to the streets. Our streets, our schools, in front of our friends. Mom is a walking advertisement that those two can't keep their hands off each other. Consequently, there are about to be seven of us. Seven. I'm surprised that the zero population growth people haven't shown up at our door and dragged the two of them off to some seminar. So Lucy's like pro-population control. Yeah. No big. No big. <laughs> and what does Mary say? I hope they, like, what does she say? Like, I hope she beats the snot out of yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Mary. I know. I, although Mary's stance in this episode of, like, having this moral high ground of, like, like, how dare you guys, um, like, be embarrassed of, of mom or yeah. whatever. I felt was, like, weird. I think it's her trying to be a match. Matt. Yeah. Right? Like, it was, it didn't feel natural enough for me. Because, like, Mary, you also get embarrassed of your parents. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. And for you to have, to, to be the one to, like, school your younger, your younger siblings all of a sudden yeah. felt weird like the balance shift was kind of off in that i kind of like what um how ruthie called out lucy 
How, what does she say? Uh, they're, they're like, who squealed? And she's like, Lucy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, when Ruthie's in on the joke. I know. She can be a firecracker. Yeah. My favorite is when they're sitting at the stairs, like, um, when Mary's, like, schooling them or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we're sorry. And then Ruthie's like, well, are we sorry or are we not sorry? <laughs> Tell me how to be and I'll be it. <laughs> <laughs> Whose side are we on here? Yeah. It's, she's cute. She's cute. Yeah, and less forced than she was in the last episode. Yeah. For whatever reason. Something was off in that last episode. Yeah. Like, just everything felt weird. But I think, like, they're back to form in this yeah. one. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Um, should we talk about, like, Simon and what? Yeah, we should. <laughs> we should talk about Simon. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with Simon. He gets on the bus. He freaks out. He wants to sit in the back. No one's giving him room. All the mean or the cool guys are basically shoving him to the front. Calling him a nerd. Yeah. Or a dork or whatever. So he sits in the front. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he notices how, like, one of the guys in the back, or the bullies, I guess, I, I guess I'm, I'm just... Which, even that guy looked familiar, but I didn't look him yeah, up. Yeah, I didn't I forgot either. to. But he looked like, like one of those, like, classic bully types from yeah. the 90s, you know? But so, like, he, that boy approaches... I quote unquote the nerd in the front, played by Adam Wiley, step by step, day by day. Anyway, no, yes, no, he was in step by step. Oh my god, you're right. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just, I just immediately went to like, oh, he was a recurring on Gilmore Girls. That too. And at one point, I think it was at the graduation of high school where they couldn't get him because he was, like, starring on a Broadway show. No way. <laughs> yeah, like, in real life. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I forgot all about the fact that... Yeah. No, you're wrong. It's you're him. wrong. All, no. All he did was... Like, the, like the nerd son on Step All by he Step? did was wear glasses and no, fix no. his hair. I'm, I'm, as, I'm, as I'm seeing it now, you're wrong. That, that boy was, like, this little blonde boy... They could have lightened his With, hair. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm like 99% sure that it's not the same actor. I'm going you're, to look You're, you're this, looking it up right now. If I'm wrong, then that's fine. But I'm like, now I'm just curious. No, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I mean, because it's the 90s, I wouldn't be surprised if Adam Wiley guessed it on oh, Step yeah, by he, Step. He wasn't thing. It's not him. What's yeah. it called? Um, Simon or something? Or kindergarten whatever. Cop. Oh, Kindergarten Cop is where he was in. Yeah, he was he was definitely in that. Or what he was in, where he was in. <laughs> yeah, no. I I know for a fact that wasn't him. Really? Why yeah. Do, maybe it's not. Maybe it's because like, their faces just look I think, so similar. I think because like, the trope is the same, where like, you know, like nerdy guy, pale, freckles, whatever. Dude, I think you're right. Yeah. They just look so similar. It's weird. <laughs> when you look up the step-by-step kid, you'll you'll realize, like, how not alike they look. Yeah, that's true, huh? Yeah. yeah. Fine, now I gotta look this shit oh up. Oh my gosh. Right. Well, no, but we can still go on. I'm, I'm going. So, basically, Simon... So, when they get off the bus and they get to school... That bully kid from the back of the bus, yeah, like grabs um, Adam Wiley's character by like the scruff of his jacket or whatever, mm-hmm. and is like, "Oh, are you gonna let me copy your homework today?" Blah yeah. blah. He goes, you know, and and Adam Wiley's like, "I can't. It's an essay. Like that doesn't work." And you know, he's like, "Yeah," playing up that nerd thing about himself or whatever. And Simon, because he's his dad's son, Thank steps you. in. <laughs> And goes like, how about he helps you help yourself That's... to a good grade? Which, what the fuck does that mean? I... But anyway. So, that gets the bully off of Adam Wiley's back. Yeah. And it makes everybody immediately appreciative of Simon. Yep. So, all of a sudden, Simon went from being, like, bullied on the bus for the first time to, like, now when he gets on, it's like, whoops and cheers and, uh-huh. like, Simon! You know? Like, everyone's, like, jazzed to see Simon. And, like, some other bully kids, like, hey, you think you can get some more nerds in the front to help yeah. some of us guys help ourselves or whatever? So he's yeah. the big man on the bus. Yeah, like, because he's, like, helping to bridge the gaps or whatever, you know, between, like, the cliques and shit. And the whole time, I just kept thinking, like, how is this working? Because cause I'm, like, I'm like, there's no way that overnight 
everyone's yes. like chill i was like i wonder if they're gonna have it be like oh money's being changed you know changing hands like who knows like some like dark shit but no it's nope. just that like it's not working because the kids in the front are not smart nerds nope they're just afraid of the bullies in the back he's like i'm a c student and he goes what you couldn't tell me that before <laughs> again so stupid yeah like easy fix just have it not work yeah you know what i mean like why why build simon up to then crash and burn down? yeah like so silly and of course the best is whenever you see the bus driver hating on simon which blew my mind because i was like what the fuck is it to you bus driver yeah like what was simon's problem like what was your problem with simon yeah being on this bus yeah because he, like, turns to the back, he's like, on behalf of bus drivers everywhere, yeah. thank you, thumbs up. Like, the fuck? You're supposed to... Okay, you're such a dick. But, but I mean, like, but yeah. genuinely, though, like, what was the problem with Simon being on the bus? I don't get it. Because he was always standing, and he would wait for him to sit so he can drive. Really? Yeah, he would point at the sign. That was the gripe? Well, Ugh. I don't know. That's what they just... No, kept... I mean, you're right. You're right. It's just like, the fuck? Yeah. None of it was so necessary. Dumb. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, the Simon stuff just really didn't work for me in this episode. Simon's just not cool, and guys. It's, and it wasn't Simon's fault. Like, no. I, it, like the story just didn't work yeah. for me because Simon's acting as usual, top notch. Yep, like he's great. He's cute. He's funny. He's smart. Whatever, but just that whole storyline. Like with Lucy, with her being on the bus, it sucked from the moment she got on. Yes, and like, and it just sucked until she got off. But with Simon. There was a moment where you're thinking, man, who knows? Maybe he just might have a shit ton of new friends. And yeah, he's maybe, be on he the like, bus. maybe he's like killing yeah. it. You know what I mean? Nope. No. 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 So they, so they both end up where they started, which is, fuck the bus. <laughs> we'll take the ride. Right. Um, but like, again, like, I, just, I feel like they just didn't have really anything to do with these characters. So they just yeah. did this i found it funny when it comes to annie um when lucy's getting on the bus and annie sees her she like waves at her like hi yeah and then like three kids stop and wave back and then like she does like this pose of like a pregnant belly yeah that was (laughs) that's what was so funny because i'm like i'm like oh like everyone just like knows annie like annie's like like the super popular mom all of a sudden like when has she ever been part of this scene i have i have no idea ever it's so funny. She's, like, waving to all the kids on campus. They're all, like, waving back. Yep. She's, like, hamming it up for the audience. Mm-hmm. Like, what is happening? <laughs> the whole... It's just so weird. Uh, but, so, is Mary's whole storyline just that she's driving now? That's all it. that happens, right? That's all that like, happens with Mary. All, yeah. And she's just, um, I guess you can say, like, they're just throwing her in with all her siblings and, like, having yeah. a moment with them. That's yeah. it. And, I mean, of course, like, her having that moral high ground at the end where she helps the kids see, like, that, you know, we shouldn't be embarrassed of yeah. mom or dad, for that matter. Yeah, like, when they're sitting on the stairs and you hear her going, feeling guilty yet? I was like, oh, yeah. good job, Mary. Yeah, I mean, again, in a cheesy way, problems yeah. with that whole vibe, I guess. Yeah. But moral of the story being like, you know, Lucy and Simon and Ruthie like being embarrassed of their mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I guess Ruthie not so much because Ruthie's whole thing was like she was like legit scared to be in the car with yeah. Mary. <laughs> but like with Simon and Ruthie, like you know, like get off your high horse kind yeah. of thing like suck it up your parents are the best mm-hmm. they've done so much for you like the least you can do is just be supportive and love them back like and like be on board with this whole baby thing because it's happening whether yeah. you like it or not kind of thing you know which oh my god just when I whenever I think about the fact that like they're gonna have two babies now mm-hmm. <laughs> like in the house just like whoa <laughs> That's going to be a crazy house for a minute. Until those babies, like, are, like, walking and talking, it's going to be insane. Walking and talking is going to be insane. Well, yeah, for its own reasons. But just, I'm just thinking of, like, screaming, yeah. crying babies at all hours of the night. Oh, yeah. When you have, like, teenagers in the house, like... That need their beauty rest for school the next day. Well, and also are just going through their own shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's a nightmare. Um... But anyway, so that really leaves us with 
um, Eric and then Matt's storylines, right? Yep. So, I don't know where to, where where to begin. Eric is working with this woman mm-hmm. um, who very vaguely we or slow like they don't give us her backstory right away. All we know is she's she's got a divorce. You get you uh, you understand pretty immediately that like her son has died. Yeah. Um, but they don't tell you how or when yeah. or why or whatever. They're just like, you know, oh, they, they, they got a divorce because after their kid died, like, they couldn't really reconcile themselves or whatever. Yeah, She's like a he, hot mess. Yeah, like, I think they mentioned how the father, ex-husband, basically um, doesn't want to be reminded mm-hmm. of the kids whatsoever. So, like, he just took himself out of the situation yep. completely. I think, like, he moved even out of the town. Yep, packed it all up, moved back east. Yeah. He's and not in the picture yeah. for her anymore. For the wife, or the ex-wife anymore Which is insane, like, to I know. think about. But, um, and when it comes to her, she has a hard time letting go. Yeah. That's, that's she's, where she's at. She's, like, still a hot mess. Yeah. And I don't know if we know it at the beginning that it's been three years already. Yeah. But you find out, again, over the three. course of the episode that it's been three years since her son has died. Mm-hmm. Which, that's a long time to be a hot mess. Yeah. Like, holy shit, you mm-hmm. know? Which, I mean, I'm not trying to put a time limit on grief when your son dies, obviously. Like, yeah. everybody has their own process. But, like, still, it's a long time to, like have your life fall apart, you know, yeah. what I mean? and, and be kept at the falling apart mode, you mm-hmm. know, like for that long, that's not where you want to be really. And, and Eric's whole thing is like, all he can do at this point is just like, try to just be there for her yeah. and like help get her through it because, or he even says, he's like, he's like, I'm just trying to stay out of the way. Cause like, or be harmless because yeah. being helpful hasn't worked or whatever, yeah. you know. So he's just like there, you know. He's like keeping an eye on her, or whatever. And he counsels her, counsels her, and tells her like, just try to stay open, try to limit your grieving yeah. to like fifteen minutes a day, and then like let it all go, and then and then just try to be open, like let people do things for you or whatever, yeah. you know. So she goes to get her hair done Mm -hmm. and this woman walks in who I immediately recognized as Joanna, Rachel's boss from Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) And I couldn't help but like see Joanna in that role. I felt like there's a lot of cameos in this like not but you know, a lot of faces that you recognize. Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. Uh, but it was just like so funny to me because I was like, "Oh, it's Joanna!" Yeah, <laughs> like and in that, and I mean, it's her. That's the actress. So like, like her voice and everything mm-hmm. was like bringing back all these like friends flashbacks. Yeah, me. but she was like a much nicer, more decent person yes. than she is on Friends. So happy. it was like hard to reconcile that. Yeah, happy trying to live her life to the fullest. Yeah, like super, just like jazzed by life. Yeah, you know? and she finds out that. Joanna, Joanna, whatever that chick's name is. Seriously, I can't um, remember her name either. I don't. I didn't even write it down because I was like, "Oh, it's Joanna." <laughs> um, she got a heart transplant three years ago. Yeah, and this is where we learn that after their son's accident, he they donated his organs. So, mm-hmm. um, the woman whose name is Elizabeth, yeah. Elizabeth is like immediately goes like, "Oh my God, I bet my son's heart like went to her." Or yeah, her. and she doesn't know who her who the organs went to because at the time she couldn't deal with like finding that out and yeah. like meeting the the recipients and stuff. Mm-hmm. So she never knew who got the organs. Um, so she enlists Eric, of course, to like help, like introduce them to mm-hmm. each other kind of thing or like at least like ask Joanna like you know well, how'd you get your heart or whatever yeah. you know um and and I was totally on board with that like I was on board with it completely I was like oh my god that's totally what happened when Joanna comes to the office and Eric's talking to her yeah and she goes all I know was that you know he crashed into the back of a motorcycle yeah and in Oregon I was like oh wow that's cool like that's yeah. how their son died <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah. A shitty I was totally on board with it and then she's like I'm not who you're lo- I'm not who you're looking for right and Eric's like no I was like, <laughs> so we're never gonna find out how their kid died <laughs> like how the fuck did he die then wait did we 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 still don't they find don't, out. We don't yeah, we they never don't find just, out yeah I just I was totally I was like oh I guess he was up in Oregon on his motorcycle without a helmet and that's yeah. how he died I was like I was I was buying it 
But no, it's not him. I did notice a picture in the background of the first scene with Elizabeth at their house mm-hmm. that had like it was like you know like on the mantle whatever, yeah. and there was like this young man in uniform. And I'm wondering oh. if maybe they had to cut it for time where they somehow explained that he died in line of duty, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm reading into it, obviously, but I feel like I'm going to go with that. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's not... It, so Joanna's not the do- the recipient. Mm-hmm. Um, but now Eric has to like tell her that, tell Elizabeth that, or yeah. whatever, and doesn't really like know how to do that because like she got her hopes up and everything um and for the first time she seemed like she was like in good spirits Mm -hmm. you know and like jazzed about life a little bit um so that's really sort of like eric's half of that story yes because then we've got matt's half of the story Mm -hmm. before the two meet yeah um so Matt's like driving down the highway, listening to his tune. Listening <laughs> to his tune. In a fucking he looks like he's driving through Griffith Park. Yes. Like, it's like where where are where are you going in yeah. this like random mountain area? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like seriously, anyway. Um Griffith Park is a park in Los Angeles, folks, for those who don't know. Um so he's driving, there's a chick on the side of the road, pregnant, pregnant, who's clearly having some sort of car trouble or whatever. Yeah. And so he, like, pulls over because, of course, he's Eric's he, son. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that. But I would, too, though. I mean, that's just the decent thing to do, right? Yeah. Like, even if you know you can't help, which he knows he can't because he knows jack shit about cars. cars. But what are you going to do? Not pull over and try to help somebody? Mm-hmm. If nothing else, give her the ride to somewhere or whatever yeah. the hell. So, pulls over tries to be like I don't know let's open the hood let's see what we can find out and of course they do that thing where they stay focused on on him him, so you know that something's going on in the background sure enough you hear the car like you know rev up and like drive off yeah so bitch stole his car (laughs) bitch stole his car um and then of course like cops pull up (laughs) right then uh huh and uh Matt's in trouble again (laughs) Because poor guy, he just can't seem to help himself ever. Show me your license and registration. Well, my registration's in the car, which was stolen. Yeah, yeah. And I love how the cops were like, because they're like, because he goes like, "Are you gonna arrest me?" And he's like, he's "Like, no, no, we don't do that anymore. We just ask that you return the car." <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the best lines. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> He's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Sergeant M- Michaels. Oh, yeah. Gets dr- involved somehow. Drops off Matt. But the best part is whenever they, like, break it to the parents. Okay, when there's a dramatic scene or if there's going to be something sad. Mm. The, the, mu- the music swells. Yeah, the music. Yeah. But this one, <laughs> you hear the music and it's that same tune, but mix in with a little bit of upbeat where it's trying to tell you, like, well, Matt didn't really do it, but it's going to lead to something. <laughs> like, the music is just ridiculous. I don't think I noticed do, that. Do, please, just rewatch it and listen to the music. Because it's not sad enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, it usually... It's not quite ominous. <laughs> yeah, the way it usually is. And so it's just... But you hear, like, that, like, guitar twang, like... Ding, 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 like, yeah. Telling you, like, there's a hope. There's, like, light at the end of this tunnel oh, in this I story. See. Well, and Michael's... And Eric calls him on it. Yeah. He, Michaels likes to, like, string them out. Like, yeah. For as long, you know, like, he doesn't, like, if I walked Matt in, and, mm-hmm. I, and I know this family, we've got a relationship, yeah. I'm not just, like, some cop, right? Like, if I had to walk Matt in, immediately I'd be like, hey, guys, not a big deal before you panic. No. He walks him in, he goes, we have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, do we, like, come on, just be real with us. Especially when he's breaking it down to Eric when he's in the car. Yeah. And he goes, I like how you string me along and give me all these little things. Yeah, you like to really piece this out, don't you? Because what we find out is that Sergeant Michaels has this plan where no no one really has to get into trouble, neither Matt nor this girl. Yeah. Because Matt can basically lie, ostensibly, and say, like, 
oh, I let her borrow the car. Yeah. And the reason that she'll be off the hook about her car that was stolen, mm-hmm. like her original car that is also a stolen vehicle, yeah. um, is because she stole it from her dad. Dad. So, you know, basically, like, as long as all the parties sort of agree, yeah. this can all go away, you know, essentially. What I want to know is how long has she has she been a runaway? At least nine months, I think. Because... Or, I mean, maybe not nine months, but, like, maybe since she started showing... Dude, these parents are such dicks. Dicks. Horrible. Like, the worst. No love, nothing, no, no. compassion, no empathy, like, nothing. Super judgmental. They, they're they even judging the Camdens, right? As they walk away, they're like, five kids and one more on the way. It's like... And then Mary's like, like, uh, it's two. two. Yeah, it's twins. You got a problem with that? <laughs> Yeah, no, they're just horrible. And I don't think we've ever seen... No, that's not true. I was going to say we've never seen, but we just saw that in the last episode. Like, unredeemable people, you know? Dude. But these people are just, like... Rotten. Yeah. Because... And it's unfortunate because I almost wish we could get more backstory on them. Yeah. You know, like, what makes them that way? Yeah. Is it they're, like... Are they just like hyper religious or all all you see is what? like two suits walking into their home? Yeah. So and wearing black and it's just kind of like okay, so these are extremely rigid yes. parents and yes. you've basically shunned your daughter and your grandchild. Yeah. No, they want nothing to do with her. Yeah. And the poor you girl put yourself in this mess so you can get yourself out like fuck you. Yeah. I mean because because right before that whole scene plays out, right? It's it's the girl is at the Camden, you know, at the house or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, Eric is cluing Annie into the situation and is kind of sort of hoping that, like, Annie can talk to them and, like, yeah. appeal to the fact, you know, because they're both pregnant and blah, blah, blah. So, um, so, and then you get these really cute moments, like, with, with Annie and Matt and mm-hmm. Teresa? I yes. Think, yeah. Her name is Teresa. Um, with the three of them where she, where Teresa's like, my parents told me, like, if I ever had sex, they would, like, disown me. And if I ever got pregnant, that I was on my own. Mm-hmm. And Matt's like, parents say shit like that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. You know, like, it's like, they love you. They're not, you know, at the end of the day, they're not going to, like leave you mm-hmm. alone like you know like they love you kind of thing and and you believe that as, yeah. a, as the audience member you're like yeah of course because parents are not monsters yeah. you know and at the end of the day like that's your daughter and like there's love there mm-hmm. but these people are monsters yeah and they come and Teresa's like crying and they're just like no emotion yeah just like well this is your problem now bye yeah. Like, just awful, awful. Like, did you even have a kid? Seriously. You you gave birth to that. There's no love for that child? Yeah. And Eric appeals, tries to appeal to them, like, on the level of, like, parent to parent. Like, listen, I get it. Kids can be a pain. Like, trust yeah. me, my kids have done some stupid shit, too. But, like, at the end of the day, they're kids, and I'm their parent, and, like, I love them, mm-hmm. and what about, you know, whatever. And they're like, no, it's all good. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's so hard to watch that because it's so sad, and she's like bawling, you know. Yeah. And all and all they can and all Matt can do is just like take her, I guess, to his room or whatever. I don't know where he was and, taking her. Seriously. But, like, but just and he tries to like tell them off, but they could give a shit. You yeah, know? it doesn't matter at that point if yeah. someone's made their decision. It doesn't matter what you say. No. You didn't what tug on their heartstrings. He says, he says, I didn't get it when Teresa told me, like, at least I'd, I have this kid to, like, someone to love me. Yeah. But now I do. Yeah. And that was funny because, I don't know about you, I, I laughed at that because I was I like, d- when did she say that? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I don't know. She never said that. <laughs> Whatever. But anyway. I, another reason to think they might have cut some shit out of this episode yeah. for time. Like, how the kid died. Yeah. How, the, how their son died and all that stuff. But anyway. Um, but, yeah. So, they're just horrible. And so, she's like... I mean, they just leave it. Like, that's it. That's the last we see of the parents. And, and of course, Eric is like, if you change your minds, you know where to find me. You yeah. Know? And then you, and he goes... And my favorite part is he goes, and I know where to find your daughter. Yeah. That was like, oof. You got him. You you recognize her, right? Who? Teresa? Uh, yeah. 
She looked familiar, but her name didn't sound familiar. She was on the show Blossom. Oh, see, I don't know Blossom. Well, it's not other like than I... Maya Bialik Whoa. and Joey Lawrence. Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. and um, she was on the Parkers. I would never really watch that show. I would watch it here and there. Parkers, what's that? It's um, Monique was in that show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and she was also in the Goofy movie, which I fucking love. The cartoon? Fuck yeah! Oh, like she did a voice, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Who was she the voice of? I, you know, I should have checked on that part. I don't know if she's the main girl or not, but I love the Goofy I'm, movie. I do too. That's a cute one. I wonder if it holds up. I haven't seen it since I was I five. watched it, um, like, like, couple, like, maybe two, three years ago, because oh. we were, I was with a group of friends and we were just talking about how much we loved that movie as yeah. a kid, and we watched it. Everybody knew the song. <laughs> Everybody knew the song. Which, All I can remember from that movie is like like the cheese, like the spray cheese that he loves. Oh, which is Polly Shore. Yeah, 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 yeah. And cheese. Whatever happened to Polly Shore? I don't know. He's around. Is he? <laughs> I have no idea. Does he still own the comedy store? I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Righteous. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a fun one. Man, I yeah, I feel like I need to watch that again. So it holds up? Like it's worth watching? Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I love that. That was like a really good goofy. <laughs> I like that. I won't even try to do it. Um, yeah, so anyway, so basically what ends up happening is they do something they've never done before, which uh-huh. is a... Two weeks later, jump thing. Two weeks or three weeks? Two weeks. Okay. Two weeks later. And it was just like, I remember just being like, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) Like, this is new territory. Like, they've never done a time jump, continue, like, you know, show us sort of the aftermath of something. Because they don't want to put in another episode. Well, yeah. (laughs) And also, they didn't have to. Yeah. They didn't need to. No, because you know how they like to introduce a character and then say bye. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I know, but but I mean, I guess for me, my my point is like, it would have been very easy. Like, it didn't have to be two weeks later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they all they had to do was just like do go to commercial, come back, yeah. and then show what they show, which is. But I guess they needed to do it because to give the time. So let's talk about it. So basically, two weeks later, we see Elizabeth and Joanna, Joanna. and Teresa. All like buddy, buddy, buddies. They've gone shopping. Eric has ostensibly called them to the church for whatever reason, um, and they're they're like they're like besties. Like yeah, you know, like Elizabeth has finally come out of her funk. She's like yeah. found friend and whatever and like purpose in her life again. And I guess what like took Teresa in basically. Yeah. Teresa's living with her um, and probably will even yeah. after the baby comes. Like you get the sense that like they're just. You know, they're going to help raise that kid together. Which would probably be great for Elizabeth in some yes. way, you know? Yeah. I, th- I mean, I, I love that. I loved that, like, that these women, like, found each other. Yeah. Like, they have their support system. Because even Elizabeth, before she finds out that Joanna is not the recipient of her son's mm-hmm. organs, like, you know, she's like, she's like, I could really use a friend but what I could really use is someone who needs me. Yeah. And she has both now, yeah. you know, because Teresa needs her, mm-hmm. and she's got Joanna, like, yeah. to be her friend, you know, or, you know, whatever. So so all's cool. And then, of course, they're like, why'd you call us in, Reverend? And Reverend's like, well, a couple of weeks ago, I called the hospital, and I asked them to, like, you know, get me, or to, like, let me know if they got any information about any yeah. recipients or whatever. And he's like, he's like, I got some responses. Yeah. And Elizabeth's like, multiple responses? Yeah. <laughs> Which, duh. Like, you donated all of his organs. Yeah. Hello. Um, and then even Eric's confused. He's like, yeah, you're right. Responses? I don't know. <laughs> so stupid. Anyway. Um, and so, like, four, three, three. people come three. in. One who got the heart, one who got the eyes. And, and kidney. The kidney. I was going to say liver. Um and it's like the super cheesy but for me like really effective scene like mm. you know just they're just like they they just come and like they hug her and she's crying and they're crying and everyone's appreciative and everyone's like 
cathartic, you know, yeah, like... leave yourself open and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Blah. I know, I know. Super cheesy. Super cheesy. And you know what I can't get over every time, like, there's a touching scene with people that are horrible at acting is when you hear the... <laughs> <sighs> like, like you, you hear that every time, like, when they take in a breath or, like, something amazing happens, they gasp and, like, they're, or they're going to cry and it's just like, shut the fuck up. I know. It is a bit much. Yeah. Or like, oh my god, this is like, like you can hear it, and you're like, oh, I just want to go out to the screen and tell you to shut up, even though it's supposed to be a touching moment. Yes, know, like I get it takes it. you out of it every when you time. Can see the acting. Yeah, being done. I don't want totally. to hear you act. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm with you there. Yeah, but again, I don't know. You know what I didn't? The only thing that really like irked me about the scene is like, so okay, he, I'm just gonna like set the scene for everybody. So like. So we're in the office with Eric and Joanna and Elizabeth and Teresa, right? We're all, we're in the office with them. Yes. And then some guy comes through the door into like the doorway of the office, goes straight to the reverend, introduces himself. And then the reverend's like, oh, so-and-so, this is Elizabeth. And then that guy reintroduces himself to Elizabeth. Yeah. And they did it for all three of the people. And I'm like, we just heard your name. Like, you don't have to like go, hi, I'm Robert. Like, yeah, yeah we know. You just introduced yourself. <laughs> like, we're all right here with you. <laughs> like, that's the only <laughs> thing that really bothered me about that. <laughs> it was just so stupid. Oh, so heavy. You're so good to me. Jeez. Hey, man. Two episodes without Jimmy Moon. Thank I'm digging you. it. I'm digging it. Yes, yes. I think it's actually going to be a minute, you know, before we see them again. Yeah. I think so. I don't want to jinx it. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so that's, you know, and then, that, and that's how it ends. Like, she's just, it's like this big group hug of all the donor, of all the recipients of the organs. All hugging and, and crying. And, and she goes, when you keep yourself open, huh? <laughs> like, all right, calm down. I, okay. Like, way to, like, beat me over the head with the message of this story. But where the fuck does the Chianti come Thank in? You. Thank you. We may never know. No, like, did they mess up? I don't fucking, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I googled. I was like, what the fuck about the Chianti? No, nothing. Like, maybe it could have been, like, her, like, jonesing for a glass of wine, like Annie, but no. The only thing I can even maybe point to is maybe the mask that Ruthie is wearing. Like, the hockey mask? Because isn't that something from... Are you kidding me? I don't know. I don't know. Silence of the Lambs? I don't know. Doesn't he have to wear some sort yes. of muzzle thing? Yes, he does. That's the only connection I could even possibly make. I don't know. It's so bizarre to me. And the fact that, like, no one is talking about it online. Like, I, like yeah, I texted you about this. Yes. I'm like, where the fuck does the Chianti and come in? And I purposely in? didn't respond because I, I was like, we're saving it for the podcast. <laughs> Seriously, where the fuck does the Chianti come in? I know, it doesn't, yeah. Well, no. whatever. I'm enjoying it. I'm sipping no, on it. No, this Chianti is amazing. Cheers. All we're missing is some fava beans. <laughs> oh, that like that rang. <laughs> He's creedy. Um, but yeah, no, the Chianti makes no sense. But you know what I do want to read? I should have done this at the beginning of, of the episode, but I forgot. Um, so I, I'm, I'm usually like after I watch the episode, I usually toggle back and forth between like like IMDb and Wikipedia. Yeah, I'm just trying to get like some back you know, information about, like, time, like, about the timing of the airing of the episode. Okay. And, like, who was in it and what were the thoughts about it, you know, swirling uh-huh. in the zeitgeist at the time or whatever. So I'm usually on IMDb for every episode. And, like, users can submit synopses for IMDb. Okay, like, on, yeah, on yeah. IMDb uh-huh. for whatever. And I've noticed that almost categorically... And I don't know if it's for every show. I don't know that I've read other synopses for other shows. But, like, for this show, the synopses are either one of two things or both, which is, like, completely unintelligible. Like, mm. like sentences are barely sentences. The words don't make any sense. Grammar is not... Nor- like, nothing is normal about yeah. it. And or, like, it's completely just, like, bullshit. Like, it's, like weird the things that they've decided to like 
pull from the episode like are just like stupid like don't actually make sense for a synopsis right so as i do though i was like oh let me let me look at the synopsis that somebody submitted for this episode okay and for the first time it's it's like a fairly intelligible synopsis okay but i'm just gonna read it because it's 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 worth reading. Okay. <laughs> to all other Camden's horror, pig-headed Mary just got her driver's learning permit and is out for miles. <laughs> <laughs> Not just the tip. Matt initially escapes having to accept a ride, but his new car is stolen by a pregnant girl whose car actually reported stolen by her parents he gallantly offered to check on a story two passing by cops refused to believe (laughs) that was all one sentence (laughs) you gave the entire show away simon takes the school bus where seats are reserved by jungle law oh shit i like it (laughs) that's good but overplays his hand when offering the chief bully help from a parent fellow nerd Marvin. 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 Lucy gets attention on her bus from cocky Stevie, whose thus dumped girl and two buddies are out for revenge. Shit. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. I love this so much. I was like, wow. Like yeah. somebody really took the time on this one. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, we have to read this on the show. Seriously, though, those girls were freaking psychotic. I I guess just to be safe, this was written by user KGF Vissers on IMDb. And those girls are psychotic. Yeah, dude. And, like, I mean, they say nothing because they're just glorified extras or whatever. Yeah. But they're just, like, they're just, like, looming everywhere that Sheila is looming or whatever. Literally walking to the moving car, dude. Yeah, I know. It was like, and that was like a weirdly intense situation for the show. Like that whole like, is she gonna get to the car? Oh no! (laughs) It it was like a horror film. Yeah, when the killer's just following you and like they're never gonna die. (laughs) (laughs) The call is coming from inside the car. go watch some scary movies Ugh. god i hate scary movies uh, actually I, can, I do too I can tolerate your screams and your i know what you did last summer's i, I love feel screams. like those are so like campy and stuff yeah. but these like you know paranormal activity and the happening and all that shit yeah. i'm like no 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 thank you paranormal or like what is Emity, amityville horror Mm-mm. like that nah. texas chain no yeah nope or the hills have eyes. I don't even think I know that one. Well, don't. I mean, I don't like. I haven't seen I, any of the ones I listed. I saw but... five minutes of it and I said, "Nope, not doing it." Mm-mm. Not because it's like scary, because it's just like, huh? <laughs> yeah. The only the only one that like, and I've only seen the first one, mind you, but I felt like had merit was Saw, because that was more oh. of like a psychological. Okay. Thriller, or I, not even that, but it was more like a thriller mm. than like a classic horror movie. Yeah. I guess. I I've don't. Only, know. Yeah. No, I, I guess it is a classic horror. I've only seen the first one. Me too. Okay. How many were there? Like seven? Six. I want to say Lucy. I mean, Beverly Mitchell was in the fourth one. I think. What? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Whatever. Yeah. Scary movies are only fun in theater, in my opinion, obviously. But it's fun in the theater for I this reason. So. Because there's like a camaraderie there. Yeah. You're not like alone in the dark in your house. Exactly. <laughs> and when people get scared, they all start laughing at some True. point. So like, like you you will hear like, ha ha ha, within the same breath. My favorite experience was get out in the theater like when like when the cheering like when the audience is like on board with what's happening the get out was a great theater that was fun i'm glad i'm glad we saw it in the theater and everybody freaked out at the same time but there was that one girl man she (laughs) like she would scream and no (laughs) but but 
like there was a point where she screamed and went on for another like five seconds yeah. while like yeah, another thing is happening. It was great. <laughs> no, yeah, that was like a fun theater experience, which is rare, honestly, for me these days. I don't know if it's just it is just me, obviously, but yeah. like I don't, I can't tolerate anything anymore at the theater yeah. like noise bothers me fidgeting bothers me rappers being unwrapped bother like everything bothers yeah. me at the movie theater to the point where i won't go if the theater is more than a quarter like full. let's be real the only <laughs> time you can unwrap something or make that sound is when explosions are happening because it's right. loud enough right the only time or, or, or when the, the, or when the audience is laughing yeah do Feel it. free. But, like, Feel have free. your candy and all that shit open, no. man. Or or people are becoming more and more bold. Like, they will bring, like, full-on meals to the fucking movie theater. I, when I went to see La La Land, mind you, I went... The only reason I went to see La La Land in the theater was because it was a 7 a.m. fucking showing, okay? 7 a.m.? No, maybe, like, 9 a.m. I think I'm... There's no way there was a 7 a.m. Yeah. showing of anything. But, like, 9 a.m. Okay. First showing of the day. Day, all right yeah and the theater was like empty like when i bought the tickets like because you can choose right and you yeah. can see and the theater was like less than a quarter full so i was like cool i can tolerate and because i'll be able to like find a seat to myself where yeah. i'm like surrounded by emptiness and yeah I'll, that that's a good enough of a cushion right so i sit down in the middle of a pretty empty theater where i had the whole row to myself okay mm-hmm. like at like at this point and the movie's about two minutes away from starting, and this woman of a certain age sits down right next to me in a fucking empty row. Uh-huh. Takes the seat next to me, like right, fu- no, no buffer cushion, none of that, right next to me, and proceeds to take out Everything. a bag of like salted fish. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I wish I wish I was making this up. If it was like a 9 a.m., like I'm expecting people to take out like their egg McMuffins. She takes out this like Ziploc bag of like fish wrapped in like, you know, like paper or whatever the fuck. And she's and she's like getting ready to like feast at 9 a.m. while she's watching La La Land. Oh man. And I and I mean, I mean, like, take that shit. Down the row. Or how about, even better, the empty row behind me. How about? No, right next to me. And I'm just like, (laughs) I couldn't believe it. So right as the movie, like, started, right? Because I was just in disbelief for, like, two minutes. I couldn't believe this was happening, so I couldn't even move. But, like, as the movie started, like, you know, as that opening whatever the fuck happened in La La Land, I just got up and, like, stormed past her and like found a seat like on on the other row like at the aisle or whatever like far enough away from her disgusting food smell oh man and proceeded to watch the rest of the movie but i was just like what the fuck what the fuck (laughs) it was bizarre uh like it's it's weird because like a cousin of mine he was mentioning how he went to the theater i don't know what movie he was watching he said it he said, like, kind of like what you just said, like, quarter full or something like yeah. that. But he just, he was basically that woman of a certain age <laughs> where he decided to take a fucking feast <laughs> to the theater with him. But the way he lays out the story is so good that I can't even do it justice. Sure. But, like, it started off with, like, candy that he was trying to open. It wouldn't open. And then when it did, it went everywhere. And everyone looked at it. But he goes, well, there goes my candy. So he leaves that alone. He starts eating popcorn. Oh, my God. The, oh. That sound is just everywhere. And people are looking at him. He goes, well, fuck this. So he can't eat. What was he watching? A silent film? Jesus. This is, this is what I, I have no idea. He's, he's drinking. And, like, as you're sipping along, whatever, no big deal. Until he gets to the bottom and that... Sound comes out and everyone looks at. He starts eating Pringles, and that sound comes out, and to the point where the girl in front of him apparently like stared him down, like, (laughs) "Are you done eating?" (laughs) And and, but I mean, and the truth is, you can't watch a movie with him. Yeah, if you sit with him at home, there's just those people. Sometimes you just know, like. I shouldn't be in the movie situation with this person. But it's the weirdest thing because watch a movie with him at home. No sound. Not a 
peep. Take him to the theater. He is an asshole. Like, but you know how some people are like that, where like as soon as they're in a dark, quiet, empty, like relatively empty yeah. room, like they they get all like fidgety and like yeah. can't help themselves. Like we went, we watched a movie, and he's looking at me and talking, like talking, not whispering. Yeah, I, yeah. And I looked at, him, I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Like, and then I was like, shut the fuck up. Oh I was like, gosh. why are you using your speaking voice, not your whispering voice? Like, what the... Oh, my gosh. And he, and he, and he looks at me, he goes, oh, was I loud? Are you... <laughs> my favorite, though, and this, is, and this is just my personal thing, and I talk like I go to the movies. I actually don't go to the movies very much at all anymore because yeah. of my, like, weird, like, OCD shit about people mm-hmm. around me and stuff. But, like, my favorite thing about going to the movies is, like, I'll be as loud and obnoxious and annoying as I want and can be through previews. Yes. But the minute those lights go down, I'm, like, I'm, like, I don't move. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I'm just, like, a quiet-as-a-mouse person. But I love, I love that there's, like, that dichotomy yeah. where I'm, like, doing previews, I'll be, like, talking at the screen. Yeah. And like, I could give a shit, you know, whatever. But, no, I just, I can't. I just, people, oh. I'm I'd much way. rather sit alone in my home and just watch a movie. Like, you know? Yeah. <gasps> I could have like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was I loud? No. <laughs> like, five rows behind you heard you and five rows ahead of us heard you. Like, come on. <laughs> to the point where even our cousins, like, that were, like, down the road, they're like, dude, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Nope. Nope.com. <laughs> but at home, quiet. And if you talk, oh, God forbid you Ooh. talk. See, that's that's the worst. Like that hypocritical shit of like... But he does that in the theater. At home, watch a movie with him. Quiet. Yeah. Nothing. No peep. Like so to, he'll, he'll shut off the lights at home. <laughs> he'll shut off the lights. Just so he can get the feeling like he's in the theater and he's quiet. But put him Does in the he theater. He also has like a whole like projection system. Not and all at that. all. No, he's just okay. It, it's just weird. So he does. So it's not that he like takes it overly seriously. He's no. just he just respects the rules of the theater at home. Yes. <laughs> so it's just it's better for him to stay at home and watch a movie. Never take him out in public, guys. Yeah. God, I hear you. <laughs> um, any other observations about the episode? <laughs> um. Um, no. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> oh, okay. So I did, I, I kind of brought it up like that scene with Matt and Annie and Teresa where they're like ribbing each other about like how Annie's always said like she's going to throw them nowhere on the lawn yeah. or she never does or whatever. And Annie and Matt have this like, effortless yeah chemistry together yeah i think i'm just hellbent on sexualizing barry watson yeah i well i think i genuinely am just like hellbent on that because like i'm watching their chemistry and i'm like ooh, <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> i know ew more like but just like i mean come on can you deny it like it's there they're so cute like they're like laughing and they're like nudging each other yeah. and like it's adorable as fuck you know like they do have it's good there yeah. and they've had it since the beginning it's, yeah. it's just never been like that yeah. like, apparent to me like yeah. cuz i think there's something about you know what it is i think when people are like laughing and smiling yeah. with each other there's this sense of like naturalness mm-hmm. that comes with that that I that I think I'm like attracted to. Yeah, like, me personally, I think like I I vibe off of that a little bit. Yeah, maybe too much, frankly, because um, you know those are the moments where it, when it happens between Annie and Matt, or when it happens between Matt and um, Mary or yeah. whatever, where I'm just like, ooh, but no. You I know? wonder if we'll see any tension between Matt and Mary this season. I, we haven't seen it yet. I know, we haven't. Not that they've had a ton of stuff to do together it's true. Yet. They haven't. With the exception of when he pulled her into his room yeah. to, like, ask her, like, what's wrong with me? But there was nothing there. Nope. In that scene. So, we'll, be, we'll see. We'll see. Shall we rate the episode? Mm. I mean, we have to. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go first. Go first. Okay. So... I liked this. I mean, I didn't hate this episode. I think there were some clear sort of flaws. Like, I didn't need any of the Stevie bullshit or the Sheila bullshit for that matter. 
Um, I think Simon's whole roller coaster was like weird. I mm-hmm. didn't. I didn't really buy Mary's moral high ground thing and the kids being like, "Oh, they're a walking poster for sex or whatever the fuck." Walking like poster for sex or whatever she says. Yeah, yeah. Like I, that stuff was like, Meh. but I liked. I liked that whole Elizabeth stuff. I, I liked how it sort of came together at the end. Mm-hmm. I liked that there was like a happy resolution to it. Um, as cheesy as it was, it was pretty effective. Anyway, I'm giving this episode a six. Mm. Okay. Uh, I was between a five and a six, but I'm sticking to a five. Fair. Yeah, just a five. Totally fair. Ugh. <laughs> Some things were okay and some things were just... I mean, if nothing else, for the sake of the fact that the Chianti never figures in. Seriously, <laughs> man. Like, that that's a big oversight. Like, right? Like, it's so stupid. Like, Why would you give it that it title? Because it's such a pointed reference. Yes. Like, it's such a pointed reference. It never comes up. No one's talking about Silence of the Lambs. No one... I mean, I don't know. And, like, look... Silence of the Lambs did not come out in 1998. When or when, 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 It was before, Yeah, wh- so, like, what I'm trying to say is it's, like, to even give it that kind of title, it's not like you're, like, having fun with the idea because the movie was out. You oh, get what I'm right. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's not, like, a meta reference yeah, or anything like that. All. It's just, it's such a pointed reference to a specific thing that for them to not specifically address that thing is... Yeah weird usually they bring in the title yeah. into the show seriously it, not once. like they totally shoehorned yeah, legacy yeah. into the last episode yeah like, for no reason yeah no it's weird whatever yeah all right well as always don't forget to subscribe rate and review you can find us at for heaven's sake pod at all the places or send us an email at for heaven's sake show at gmail.com if you like the show tell a friend about it um And until now, until next time, bye. Ciao.